Hi, this is Roger Green, host of the Surfing the Nash Tsunami podcast. This weekend, we're offering five conversations from Season 3, Episode 44, our preview of the Parish Nash and Naffold Summit conferences, plus from The Vault, a section from our 2021 Paris Nash Review episode. Before we start, I would be remiss not to express condolences and sadness over the death of Queen Elizabeth II. Like nine-tenths of the world population, she was the British monarch from the day I was born until now, and always felt to me like a source of stability and good measure in a rapidly, chaotically transformed world. Now she belongs to the ages, where I suspect history will treat her with kindness and respect, and our friends in the UK and the Commonwealth and everyone in the world who loved and respected her will have her memory with us. And on to discuss the conversation. This short conversation brings us up to date with our good friend Jeff Lazarus, focusing partly on the intense and powerful work he's been doing to help build a global consensus on COVID-19 and partly on the Fatty Liver Nomenclature Conference. His global consensus work in COVID-19 is similar to work that led to the paper Advancing the Global Public Health Agenda for NAFLD. The major article for which he was lead author. It was published in Nature Review's Gastroenterology and Hepatology in 2021 and discussed extensively on Season 2, Episode 59 of this podcast. Jeff explains that while the scope of the two projects were both global, this one had more participants and more active political controversies attached to it and perhaps a little bit less consensus at this point. In terms of the Nomenclature Conference, he tells a story that's one part travel disaster and one part conference design and structure. He lists the six principles any nomenclature has to meet, all of which begin with the letter A, affirmative, which aligns with non stigmatizing, accurate as a description of the condition, and then adaptable, adoptable, applicable, and able. Jeff notes you can learn all the principles and read their more complete definitions by going on the Nomenclature Conference website. This is not a typical meeting preview, what we're doing for the NAFL Summit, but Jeff Lazarus is always a fascinating and insightful guest, and he and I seem to bring out good things and spark ideas in each other. If nothing else, this conversation will make you think. So sit back, listen, enjoy, learn, and when you're done, join the dialogue on our LinkedIn and Facebook discussion groups. So as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, our focus on NAFLD Summit will be a series of two or three one-on-one interviews with good friends of the podcast. First one being uh, Jeff Lazarus. Jeff, how are you today? I'm fine, thanks. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent, thanks. We, Jeff and I have just been catching up for the first time really since Barcelona in May, I guess it was, about our summers and his remarkably hectic pace and things he's been working on. So let's just dive in, kind of take a couple of minutes and tell our listeners and downloaders about what you've been up to this summer, interested a little bit on COVID maybe, and then a little bit on any anything you've been doing subsequent to Barcelona, issues of National Clinical Care Pathways. Then we'll take about 20 minutes. We'll talk about this conference and that's what we'll do. So your floor, my friend. Sounds good. I mean, it's been quite a summer because on the one hand, it's been a quiet summer in many ways for COVID-19, mainly because the media hasn't been covering it. And of course, we've had great success with the vaccines and people getting boosted and fewer symptoms, fewer deaths. It's not been like the earlier waves, but there are still waves. So many of us feel like we're in the eye of the storm, not to always look about with stories of doom and danger, but um, we need to prepare for the autumn, at least in, in our hemisphere. That's really taken up a lot of my time. I tried to take time off. I started flying to Chicago for the NAFLD nomenclature conference, and then SAS Airlines went on strike, canceled my flights. There were no, almost no flights out of Europe. Everything filled up with everyone who lost their SAS flights. And at the last minute, thanks to, to support from ASLD, I, I made it to the conference. And we'll get into that conference, I guess, a little bit 
it. But after that, it took some family time, but mostly it was working on a COVID-19 consensus statement. So this was similar to what we did with NAFLD and we've talked about on the podcast there. We had 218 people agree on a series of statements and recommendations looking at NAFLD as a specific public health challenge. So it was a real landmark achievement to get everyone to start to recognize the public health challenges rather than really focusing on the clinical challenges that, of course, still remain. So for COVID-19, you know, one of the biggest challenges of this pandemic is getting people to agree on, on what to do. So we brought together almost 400 people from 112 countries and territories, and we went through over 100 pages of recommendations from every source we could find, looked at what was evidence-based, and then looked for where we could get agreement so we can launch this proposal for key actions for governments to take across a range of, of areas, but also reporting the disagreement. Because often when we published, whether it's in liver health or really any other condition, we tend to agree with our co-authors and we write our recommendations and we might discuss a few things in our discussion, but our, we agree on our conclusions. But I would venture that when you get a very large number of people together, there's not 100% agreement on everything. That's what we showed in the NAFLD public health consensus statement, where there was a lot of very high levels of agreement, but importantly in this COVID-19 piece that will come out later this year, hopefully with a, a bang and a media presence so people can see um, also what the disagreement was and, and why and how do we overcome that, because there really shouldn't be any disagreement with the evidence-based recommendations. So my summer was a little bit of beach, much less travel, and a lot of writing and heavy lifting. Interesting. So take a minute, because this is something people on this podcast will want to know about. A little bit about the Nomenclature Conference and how you felt about that and where that's going and what your involvement is right now and where that's headed as you see it. Well, the Nomenclature Conference um, was a sort of a midway point where we've done two rounds of a Delphi process where, you know, over 250 people selected by ASLD, Easel, Apostle, Allaire, ELPA, GLI, LPI, and others. So representing leading organizations around the world, focusing on do we need a new name? What will that name be? So it's not just changing the name. It's a nomenclature we need to understand is about the name or names, because there'll be subtypes, and the definitions. I was amazed by um, how well that meeting went. It was very engaging. There was an independent facilitator who really got people with their markers on posters, thinking, discussing, moving around tables and discussing the pros and cons of a whole wide range of names. So we came out of the meeting feeling really invigorated that there had been an opportunity for everyone to participate from all of these leading organizations. And it's important to remember that individuals or even associations can make declarations of a new name, but we, we do need a global agreement on this. And even if we end up with that new name that's been circulating, you know, it will have gone through a, a rigorous process so we can then present it to W to other associations and say behind these decisions, this was the process. So ESO and ASLD and ALEH, the Latin American Association for the Study of the Liver, have released statements that are on all of these websites um, about the meeting that was on the 8th and 9th of July in Chicago. About 130 people participated. So around half of those in the consensus process, but really broad-based. Apostle sent someone from, people came from India, people were online in Australia, people came from near and far. It was shared by Dr. Maru Rinello, who's in Chicago, and Dr. from ASLD, and Dr. Phil Newsom coming in from Birmingham in, in England. So they chaired the meeting, and we had various short 
talks, but then really just a lot of work around this. I'll just say that we agreed on really six principles. So this should be affirmative and non-stigmatizing. It should be accurate description of the condition. It should be adaptable, adoptable, applicable, and able. So, um, you know, you can go onto the EZOIS or the ERLA or other websites and see this and what we mean by all of these A's and all of this terminology. But basically, we want to make sure that the consensus process is inclusive and transparent. And now we're going to expand to bring in a few more people from the Middle East and North Africa region at their request, as well as a few more people from the Asia-Pacific region at the specific request of Apostle. And then um, we'll move into our, our third round. And we hope at ASLD, at the liver meeting in November, we can we can present this because I'm finding that it's, uh, I think many people are finding that the discussions are getting a bit divisive, different organizations pronouncing, comparing citations and so on. And that's not really the way forward. I mean, in the end, we all have to agree on what we're going to call this condition and then get on to the task at hand, which is raising awareness about it, diagnosing people, getting them into care, developing, and then eventually using the new therapeutics. So um, it's, it's a very challenging issue because it affects everything from clinical endpoints to how we engage with our colleagues in other fields. You know, if we walk in and we say, well, this is fatty liver disease, this is NAFLD, this is MAFLD, and they just look at us like a bunch of amateurs. So it's just, I think, terrific that ASLD, Zola, Apostle, and the patient groups are working together on this. I've been struck by how much positive energy and also how much, um, I'm not going to say negative energy, but I'm going to say fraught emotion this topic raises. Uh, even if, um, it, it's better, I've, I have to tell you, the mix of positive energy to fraught is much, in the conversations I have with people, is much better in the aftermath of Chicago than it was before. I believe that meeting did a significant amount to create more consensus and a belief that folks were on the same mission, even if they viewed it from different perspectives. You wouldn't think if you were outside the profession that a name change would be such a intensive and emotional process, but obviously it is for reasons that if you live in the profession, you do understand. Good for everybody who's involved in trying to steer this ship to a, through some pretty turbulent seas to a harmonious landing. And now back to Roger. We hope you've enjoyed this recording. If you have any questions or comments about the content of this conversation or the entire episode, please send an email to questions at surfingnash.com. We'll be back next week to review the Paris Nash meeting. Once more, before we go, condolences to the UK, the Commonwealth, and everyone else around the world who considered Elizabeth your queen. This truly was a loss for the entire world and for the ages. Hopefully, next week will be less tumultuous, easier to deal with. In the meantime, stay safe, surf on. We'll see you on the podcast. Bye-bye now.